Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? I asked a question yesterday, have you lived multiple human lifetimes? And I want to continue to investigate that with you today. I mean, are you a soul who reincarnates over and over again? Are you born, you live, you die, and that's the end of it? Uh, the truth is, these, the, any answer that you have to these questions is just dogma. It's, it's unprovable. Uh, no one can prove it. And typically what we know about these things, we know because what other people told us or what we think is a logical conclusion, etc., etc. So for me, what I started to do in, in my own experimentation is utilize this muscle testing framework to see how would it shift my perspective. The truth is, I don't care about the answers. It doesn't really matter to me. But what does matter to me is my mind going quiet and me being completely at peace. And what I found is putting these kinds of dogmatic statements or questions to the test creates a tremendously peaceful existence. My name is Matthew Ferry, and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's a moment to pause, to slow down, to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you quiet your mind and restore your peace. So I'm going to read to you from Quiet Mind, Epic Life. That's the book that I wrote recently, uh, at least at the time of this recording. And this is on page 142. This is in chapter 9, Quiet Mind, Epic Life Recontextualization Statements. And over the years, I have put thousands and thousands and thousands of dogmatic statements to the test. So dogma, dogma is like stuff that other people told you who said that they were an authority and then you started believing them like they were true, but there's no actual evidence uh, whether they're true or not. And so uh, because there was no evidence, it was like, you know, I was born in sort of a, a Christian bent and uh, yet I was uh, really drawn to a lot of these Eastern philosophies and new age philosophies and was like, ah, so confusing. And so I used my mentor, Dr. David Hawkins' methodology to rise out of this idea of true and false, which instantaneously creates conflict. And instead, all I wanted to know was what strengthened me and what weakened me. And then once I figured out what strengthened and weakened me, could I replicate it? And I've been able to replicate what I'm about to read you hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times with people all over the world uh, who all come from many, many, many different backgrounds and many different beliefs. So yesterday we we read the statement and then I, I gave you my conclusion on it. Let me go back and I'll just find the statement and then I'll read this next one. So yesterday I read, every human being interested in creating a quiet mind has incarnated as a human being many times. And I told you that that tested strong. So it's not true. It's that it's strengthening and it doesn't matter if you believe it when the conditions for muscle testing are set correctly, it's strengthening to you whether you think it's true or not, whether you hate that I told you, whether you're mad at me that I said it, whether you think I'm a, a sinner, a freak, whether you think you're going to go to hell because you believe it, whatever, whatever. doesn't matter. If you're a cynic, doesn't matter. If the conditions are set correctly for the testing, then what we find is your arm is strengthened or your physiology is strengthened, no matter where we test, by the idea that you've lived multiple human lifetimes. So here's number two. And I think, God, I, I don't even remember how many I put in here. I put a lot. Okay, but check it out. Number two, every human being interested in creating a quiet mind has incarnated as a human being on earth more than once. This also tests strong. I tested it to kind of clarify and verify Every human being interested in creating a quiet mind has incarnated as a human being on earth more than twice. Strong. 
has incarnated. I've gone all the way up. I mean, I've, I've just tested and tested and tested. We've gone up to thousands of times test strong. Now, here we have four tests which all go strong and seemingly contradict what fellow Christians and I were taught in Sunday school. If you're a Hindu or a Buddhist, then this is nothing new to you. For the Judeo-Christian types, this can be very confronting. But here's the most important thing to note. These tests go strong on the body. They embody a context that is fortifying to your physical form. They create physical integrity, which is nothing more than functionality and workable. It's like whole, complete, workable, intact, uncorrupted, right? That's, that's what we're talking about here. As you embrace the context of these statements, you begin to unravel the drunk monkey's programs and conditioning. Now, I didn't know that that's what was going to happen, but as I've been experimenting over the last two decades, as I used the muscle testing to discern, oh, this context was strengthening and this context was weakening, all of a sudden, the drunk monkey's uh, effect on me was reduced, 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 reduced. What you believe about birth and death are not true. They are just stories passed down by other human beings. What you believe, what I believe, what anybody believes about birth and death are not true. You have no conclusive data about what happens after death. We also can't understand where we come from other than biology, which many scientists seem to agree isn't the entire story either. It is uh, conclusive that we die. That is conclusive. The body is dead. We don't know what happens after the body stops working. Many religions and cultures are, quote unquote, sure that they know what happens next. But you and I know that that's a bunch of BS. It's just conjecture. That's where the muscle testing, the applied kinesiology, can give us a different perspective. With muscle testing, we we are able to discern the concept of multiple human lifetimes as a concept that is strengthening to the body. And that's it. We don't pretend that we know what it means. What I know with certainty is that the context itself, that you've lived multiple human lifetimes, the context itself will reduce some of the fear, the concern, and the mind chatter. Over the last past de- over the past decade, I have seen conclusively that people who adopt this perspective have a sharp reduction in fear. Less fear means less mind chatter. Less mind chatter means more courage, clarity, creativity, and resourcefulness. This is a recipe for quiet mind, epic life. Hello, that's what the whole book is all about. So let's test the opposite and see what happens. So then I'd say, all right, well, let's, and I do this with everybody that I do the testing on. So number five is every human being interested in creating a quiet mind, epic life, just a quiet mind. Sorry, I just added epic life because it's a habit. Every human being interested in creating a quiet mind has only incarnated as a human being one time. That makes your arm go weak no matter what you believe. It doesn't matter if you if you believe that this is it doesn't matter. That's the thing. Doesn't matter what I believed. My arm went strong or weak regardless of my opinion. Six. Only people who have, uh, people only have one human lifetime and that's the end of their existence. Boom, that goes weak. It's not false. It's weak. It's degrading to your body to think that you are only a human being one time and then it's the end of your existence. It's degrading, meaning it causes your muscles to not function. So I'm pushing down on your arm and you can't keep your arm up even if you try. When you operate from that context, the context that you've only lived one human lifetime and this is it, 
Your muscles malfunction and they aren't able to maintain strength. The perspective that you only live one human lifetime and that's the end of your existence is just a made up story. It's just a made up story. You're making up stories. So if you're going to make things up, hello, why don't you make things up that give you strength? You can choose that story if you would like. I've noticed that people who choose that context fall into states of apathy or they start to think, why bother? Um, you know, it's all pointless or even worse, right? Uh, anxiety drives you to get everything done. Do as much as you possibly can before it's all over. And while that seems like a good quote unquote motivational strategy, it is driven by fear. Fear robs you of your quiet mind. So you can accomplish a lot, but you have no peace or satisfaction as a result or in the process. So let's look at some strong tests that create quiet mind, epic life. Check out a couple more and then we'll wrap it up, okay? So number seven in the book is human beings choose to come to earth. This test strong. So don't let the drunk monkey fool you into argument and positionality on this. Human beings choose to come to earth. This test strong. This is not me trying to be right or convince you of anything. You don't know if we choose to come to earth or not. Neither do I. I'm simply reporting to you what goes strong and weak on people's arms when I expose them to these statements. It is strengthening to your body to adopt the context that you chose to come to earth. That's it. It's strengthening. That's it. So do you want to be strong or do you want to be weak? That's it. That's all I'm, I'm just asking you to experiment with this idea. And then eight, being born as a human being on earth is completely random. This test weak. The arm goes weak when you say this statement. Being born as a human being on earth is completely random. That doesn't mean that it is false. No one on earth knows if this is true or not. Not a single person. But that's none of our concern here. Our objective is to create a strong body and a strong mind that is unburdened by fears and doubts. When you choose the context that your birth was your choice, a choice you made, you are empowered. Nothing seems very serious to you. You lighten up. So here's my takeaway, and then we'll wrap this up. By adopting the context that you choose to be born as a human being, you can rise above the hidden motives to survive, specifically the hidden motive, victim. Suddenly, you see that you are not a victim and that you chose to be here. Quiet mind, epic life, really, really, really empowering. So here's my question for you today. If you knew you were an infinite being, if you were relating to yourself like this life doesn't matter, you're just going to come back, you're going to do it again, it's all, it's all part of the process, you're incarnating, reincarnating, incarnating, dying, reincarnating, you're just over and over and over. If you knew that, how would you live? How would you choose differently? I want to know. I want to know what you have to say about this. Leave me a comment, okay? My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind, Epic Life. Make sure to like this, will you please? Like it. That's what tells these platforms that this is good stuff and other people should check it out, okay? Leave me a comment. Share it. Share it with your other fellow spiritual hooligans who you think this will make a difference for. Help me get the message out there. This is what tells the big platforms that this is a message worth spreading. And it really makes a difference for me, but it makes a difference for all the people that now get to see it because you and I are collaborating in that way. Thank you for doing that, okay? Also, consider subscribing. If you're on YouTube, you can press the bell button, then you get a notification. 
And then finally, consider joining us on our Spiritual Hooligan Facebook group because that's where we're all hanging out. So go over to Facebook, find our Spiritual Hooligan Facebook group. We're all communing and talking and chatting and, and talking about these ideas. I'll put the link down below. Thanks again for tuning in to this Daily Enlightenment. <laughs>